You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Welcome to an extra special 400th episode of Kapow, the pop culture podcast. We are delighted to have you with us. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. It's our anniversary, you guys. Big rounded number. We celebrate those sorts of things. What it, what anniversary is 400? Uh, mm. Bones. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that question. You, I don't know. Give someone your skeleton. Here's, here's, <laughs> that. here's my skeleton for our 400th anniversary. Mm. I'm going to guess it's Clips. Same clips. as 100, 200, and 300. Ah, Clips. Hmm. So we have done 400 episodes of this it's nonsense. Just... And we, uh, are, we thank you for Feel every with. one of them. <laughs> it is pretty wild. Like, you know, in, in like real life to explain to somebody, oh yeah, we have 400 episodes. Like that is pretty crazy. I don't, and I don't about know. 600 downloads. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. Get there. And feel 800. Now, this right is cool. This is cool. We enjoy doing it. We've been doing it for a while, apparently. So when we hit these big round numbers, we like to go backwards. We like to, to go back into the archives and listen to some of our favorite bits from the past. Um, We're just kind of going as we go. We're catching up. Uh, where we left off with episode 300. Hmm. We're back into 2019 with these clips. So the first one's from January of 2019 through about October-ish. So mm-hmm. almost the full year of 2019 is the, the era we will be going back to. So it's approximately episodes 130 through 180. So, wow. so not ancient history, but it was a while ago. Pre-pandemic. Uh, this so, was, uh, yeah. probably all recorded, uh, in Seth's on the, d- on the velvet, on the velvet, velvet. in the dining room where um, I said it right now, I'm, I'm yeah. still on the velvet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there are an awful lot in this stretch of episodes of us talking about the future and, uh, plans for the next year in 2020 things that'll be coming out or things we're planning Mm. on doing there there are a lot of references i look back and thought oh you poor innocent fools (laughs) you don't know what's about to happen Hmm. so uh this uh i'll try to situate where we are in time i'll give you a rundown um there's some good episodes it's maybe not you know we think of the some of the classics i don't know there are any real well, there were a couple. There may be a couple classics in this batch, but this was just kind of us, you know, doing what we do. So there, there were several things that were too long to include in things like this tonight. So anyway, so where we are in the timeline, uh, we're in like the third season of Riverdale, where the Gargoyle King wow. is hanging out. So Griffin's I stopped. <laughs> yeah, I stopped when uh, season four of Riverdale started. I thought that's a good way to mark the time. <laughs> 
via yeah. seasons of Riverdale. That's, that's, as good that's as how I, that's still how I mark time. <laughs> All right. So here's some episode highlights. Episode 143 was our galaxy's edge preview where we mm. first learned what was going to be in Batu. Wow. Down to star Wars land. Dang. Uh, 144 <laughs> was the review of captain Marvel. So that's the era of uh, Marvel movies that we're in. Um, episode 148 has one of my favorite segments, but it's about 20 minutes long, so probably not good for a clip show, but it was our Yeah, You Know Me segment about our worst jobs. Mm. So uh, I, I recommend bookmark episode 148, go back to that, listen to the beginning of that, because it was us talking about the worst jobs we ever had. That, that was a pretty, that was a classic, yes, <laughs> uh, bit right there. So, yes, I remember it well. Episode 150, we played a game of Running Around Riverdale. <laughs> and a board game that Seth tweaked with new rules and quotes from Riverdale and characters from Riverdale. We had Coach Mayer and Mrs. Coach in the play. Uh, 151 was probably the high point of Cliff's life. They had just released info about Star Wars Episode 9. Hmm. Just had the first information about Disney Plus and Shazam. We read the movie Shazam. So Cliff was on a high. Cliff was like as high as he's ever been. All this, you know, Disney stuff, Star Wars stuff, and a good DC movie. He was he was loving life. In that same episode, the Poobah, we started his top 100 movie countdown. So he kind of put in cement his top 100. That was the first one of those. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Episode 155 was our Avengers Endgame review. And we do a lot of movie reviews on here, but we've never done one like that. That was like, this movie changed our lives. This movie impacted <laughs> us. Like, the way we talk about this movie as like... Oh, manna from the heavens. <laughs> yeah, as just... I don't even... I can't even describe how we talk... Like, the terms we put this movie in as like, the culmination of 10 years of film going, right. a lifetime of comic book reading, a lifetime of movie going. Like, we we overstated quite a bit <laughs> what this movie did and how it did. It was it's kind of amazing. You might that, That's an interesting listen. Uh, 162, we played another game, DC Spyfall. We had uh, the OJ, Jesse Starcher came over and we played a game where we had to lie, like we knew, like different locations in the dc universe we had to pretend yeah and it, it was a funny one because we all were very playing it close to the vest hmm. a lot of good answers of like is this a fun place to go if you like fun you know like, <laughs> like all the answers were like ridiculous it was awesome uh 163 x-men dark phoenix review that's when that came out 164 spider-man far from home review and that's the same episode we had the first Phase 4 announcements from San Diego Comic-Con. Guys, we were excited about the multiverse. We huh. were we, wow. we couldn't mm. wait. We couldn't wait to learn what was going to be in this phase. Hmm. Uh, so 165s, we were at Stranger Things Season 3 had just come out. 167, The Boys had just premiered on Amazon. 171... 
uh, HBO had had Succession, Euphoria, and The Righteous Gemstones at all. I think Succession wow. had already been out a year, but yeah. we were just kind of catching up on it. So, like, HBO was dropping these classics. And then the highlight of this whole era, i it's not even close, our Extreme TV theme song bracket. Oh, yeah. That was we good. Did four episodes, 166, 169, 172, and 174. Put those in the archives, because that was... We did over 140 TV show theme songs. It took more than eight hours right. yeah. to review, debate, discuss. <laughs> that just sounds ridiculous now. <laughs> but it was wonderful. Why not, why not bump it up to the maximum amount? <laughs> 140 doesn't even break down equally. <laughs> right. Oh, we had play-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had different. Oh, yeah. It was. It was it, thorough. And then we were still like, oh, what about this one? We were still thinking yeah. of ones. We I should. still, every once in a while, I think I think of a theme song that I'm like, dang, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but those were really good. We had some really good discussions, some really funny debates. It was it was pretty excellent. So those are the full episodes. That's about the area you're in. We like said pre-pandemic, uh, just a different a different time. In KPP yeah. history, but uh, all right. So yeah, those are our recommendations for full episodes. If you want to go back and listen to some of the best of the best, but before you do that, let's jump in and do a couple of clips. All right, everybody. No time to waste. It is eleven oh five, and we have a hard out at midnight <laughs> because one of us has a normal job. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Oh, we're all business, but uh, we got a guest here tonight. He's back, people. We're going for the trifecta. <laughs> Jesse Starcher. Three episodes in a row. This is going to be a blast, guys. Thanks for having me back. Sure thing. The last two episodes, we've just done some fun, normal, abnormal things. The fun's over. Fun's, fun's over. over. Back to business. Back, back to, to business. business. <laughs> I don't think I've had a chance to sit down on a regular show. That should show be our freaking slogan. The fun's over. <laughs> back to business. B2B right on the back. Oh, my god! So Jesse joins us from the Source Material podcast. Okay. So this has been a big hit with the LGBTQ community as a whole. Um, in this second season, Bo's... Uh, two dads are introduced as uh, they're historians. And then in the third season, um, Adora herself develops a crush on this Huntera character she meets, this large lady, big lady. She a hunter? She she She's not so much a hunter, but she is a, an outcast okay. in the uh, in the desert area. And um, so that's a whole storyline. So, yeah, I mean, just... It's really good. She wrote, I know it sounds silly. I was, uh, I've, I told my own daughter, I said, you really need to finish this series. It's really good. I think you would get a lot out of it. So, it's a bunch of lovey dovey millennial bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> In your brainwashing. <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, so. <laughs> Why do we need to learn lessons and think about things? I, I, <laughs> she was, we don't want to change. She or was just woke. punch people. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds good. <laughs> All 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. This episode of Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast, is brought to you by Amazon and all the amazing products you can buy <laughs> thanks to these robots who live in your house and record your every word. I think this is a new staple of podcast. We get some great, quick information. <laughs> and only half of it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's per- just like which is better right than in. our that's better than our normal ratio. Right, so. Yeah. I thought it was like having Michael back all over again. <laughs> Uh, also brought to you by Bumble, the app. Download that. <laughs> Went a trip to Vancouver. Right. Uh, brought to you by Hot Topic. All about the glaze. Our favorite store. <laughs> our favorite donut and or ceramic shop. Innuendo. All about the glaze. And uh, MLJ Comics. And MLJ Comics. <laughs> you can buy your mannequins today at MLJ Comics. All right. That is it for us. Check us out. <laughs> that is Join awesome. the conversation. Start a conversation. <laughs> yes. Begin the conversation. Put something on her Facebook wall. Tweet us. Send us a meme. Send us a smiley face, an emoji. Send us a serpent. Something. Uh, Thank you for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, Where can they find more of this amazing dialogue? Oh my gosh, wherever podcasts are found, like iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Um, you can email us at... Alexa, have you ever heard of Kapow, the pop-cultured podcast? Sorry, I don't know that. <laughs> that sounds about right. Ouch, that hurts Alexa. <laughs> I'm going to unplug Alexa. <laughs> Not a feeling she didn't know us. Uh, um, she lives here. Yeah, <laughs> she's listened to every one of our recordings. <laughs> she's interrupted half of them. So that that was a stretch where we tried and failed to incorporate Alexa as like a fact. It started out as a fact checker, and then basically tried to make her a co-host, but didn't quite work as as planned. We should have stuck with the loaf of bread. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, that was our first attempt at that, but not the only first of this era. This is another thing I like to do with these to go back and look at like we have long running jokes or you know recurring references, inside jokes, stuff like that. That where did they get their start? When was the first time this was mentioned, or how did this begin? So here's a couple of those, Ooh. including a sound effect. The first use of a sound effect we now use pretty much all the time. Um, so I'm psyched. The more the better. I'm not going to live forever. That's right. Get it out there. Let's start making this stuff. Yeah, the last thing, um, just I don't know how much it has officially has to do with Star Wars, but there was a shake-up. Well, it in there. There was a shake-up uh, with the Disney right, company. Here we go. It's Disney. And, um, it's close enough. Well, Bob Chapek has been... That's all you had to say. <sighs> had yet, Bob. <laughs> Bob Chapek is getting a quote, dink, dink promotion. <laughs> Get that drop. Quote, dink, dink. Dink, dink. That's the two fingers. No. Oh. Never. No. Yes. Don't you even act like that's well, for a an thing. audio. Yeah. How a, are we going to hear his face? Why are you acting like that's something people say? It is something people say. What? People say, dink, dink. Professional podcasters. <laughs> Those are quadruple hyphens. I've never met him. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bob 
is being promoted to a new position. He's no longer going to be president over Walt Disney World. They're bringing as Simpson we in. all knew he was. Yeah. Well, there's you know, yeah. some people got fired um, over this whole Star Wars Galaxy's Edge thing, and the the fact that it's not bringing in the crowds. What? Yeah. Yeah. Some some pretty high up executives hit the. What's wrong with the old K Street? What well, Chapek came. Chapek. Chapek came from merchandising. He was a product oh, guy. Yeah. Came and they from, came from Dick Pick. Merch. Exactly. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Dink merchandising? Merchandising Dink. Yeah. Or Dink Dink merchandising Dink Dink. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that yeah. would be the official. Man. Um, I knew the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying my damnedest to get through that story. <laughs> you guys were not having it. it. It really sets up the flavor of the show. It, I don't know. I didn't look, see who is it. it it's it's a, they might be giants. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch a ton of the show, but enough. It was I watched it from 2000 to 2006. Okay, Frank yeah. Cranston, yeah, uh, you know, obviously it was a big part of the show. Um, Frankie Muniz, Muniz yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched a lot of this in the, I don't know, probably the first two or three seasons. We watched it a lot, and then um, when my daughter got a little bit older, she, we have this running joke in my family with her. The shows she love, forgive me, but. They're like white trash TV. It's Malcolm in the Middle. The Middle. Yeah. Is that also in there? She like, loves the show, Middle. That yes. show is similar to this. Like, it's good. having the one weird kid that just sits there <laughs> and says something. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, my name is Earl. Um, there was another show on Fox and I, I always forget the name of it because I always call it Mama. Um, I don't know, but she, she would watch these same types of shows over and over. So she discovered Malcolm and yeah. Jordan's, it's coming to him. The baby. Yes. Had the, had the baby and they had to raise, raising hope. Yes. Yeah. Raising hope. Can't yeah. 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 I don't like any of those shows except, um, I like, I like the shows. middle. I like the middle, but yeah, I, I, there's something about that type of show that I, I don't like. I don't know. I, I'm with you, Carly. I love shows about poor people. Yeah. There's only so much I can take of certain shows about friends living in New York who have million dollar apartments and all oh, my problems are so oh shut up. You don't have to worry about paying the rent. I like shows about lower class folks. Well salt of the earth folks. Yeah. So that was when we discovered that Carly and I have the same taste in television that later we later dubbed it fun poor TV. Yeah, the families poor. the families are lower class, but having always having fun. So those are those are the fun poor shows that we like. I know we've referenced that. The 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 uh, most known uh, I always think of Roseanne was always a, a right. back the in the day was a, fun poor. Yes, the the OG fun poor. <laughs> Nothing has changed. She still watches those shows. Um, she's right. in fact been watching Raising Hope the last week and a half. <laughs> So this was also the year I first tried to explain the the book scan numbers from uh, for comic book sales. 
And we all became huge fans of a hero named Dogman. You guys are my captive audience here in this room and at home. What's he going to talk about, Cliff? There are charts involved. I've got a pie chart. It's a pie chart. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you have a pie chart and all different colors, like 50 things on it. What could it be? He printed that out in color. That's, different that's like extra money right there. Kinds here. of pie. Uh, Bigfoot sightings. Ooh. We're in the comic book section. Oh. I don't know. The 2018 book scan numbers have been crunched. Come on. What? The book scan num- What are book scan numbers? Book scan. Yeah, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Well, let me tell you, Cliff. Feel free to unplug this at any time. <laughs> we're an hour and 20 minutes. Nobody has left listing. They were out at like 30. Uh, All right, so we're, um, we're not getting into the pie chart then. I'll cut that part out. I'll just hurry through this. Um, book scan is the we saw how we know how many books are sold in America. Wait. To all the bookstores and Amazon, it keeps track of, it's like the New York Times bestseller list before mm. everything. Comic bookstores in America have no impact whatsoever on the sales of graphic novels. 19 of the top 20 best-selling books are young reader books. Ah. These numbers blow everything superhero out of the water by huge margins. Hmm. The, the top one, two, three, four, the top six titles are all by the same author. Dave Pilkey. Oh, Dave. Is he your favorite? Uh, he was the creator of Captain Underpants. His newest is Dog Man. Okay. It's a superhero dog who's a man. dog. The top six selling books in the world are Dog Man graphic novels. <laughs> he sold 2.6 million copies. 2.6 million copies in one series. 13% of all comics sold were this author, this series. 13% of every graphic novel sold was a Dave Pilkey Dogman graphic novel. Why are we making such a big deal out of Tom King right now? <laughs> Amen. And the sad thing is, I will admit, I had not heard of this book until maybe six months ago. And the direct market is missing all of this. I have none of this audience. Nowhere yeah. from Diamond. And it said at least one of the books on the top 20, Diamond doesn't even carry. So it's a Minecraft book. And it said it's not even available through Diamond. So we have ignored this enormous marketplace. They're not coming to comic stores. And like we said, this does not even count the Scholastic Scholastic has their own book fairs. They're in every school in the country. So this 33% of the pie is probably small potatoes to what they're selling in school libraries every year. Yeah. That's not tracked through BookScan. So, yeah, they... 4.5 million copies they sold through... Scholastic has 58 books. Made 4.5 million copies, which was a 67% growth from last year, which the year before they were up 42%. From 2016. So in 2017, they went up 42%. 2018, they went up 67%. So Scholastic is taking over the world of reading. If you have a young tween reader, they're probably 
reading these books. Sounds like it's time to reorganize the asylum counters. <laughs> I and that's the thing. That's the sad part. I have a large kids section. Yeah, you do. And I, I actively try to stock it with the best stuff. And I don't know the stuff because it's not being sold to me. They don't put a star in the catalog saying, "Hey, dummy, this is the best selling book on the planet." Take a look. It's somewhere on the bottom of the page, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the book that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm failing in this that I'm not doing all this research. Well, I can but, send, you know, for a small, I, I, I'm small looking at a pie chart over here. I feel <laughs> yeah. like you're, you're doing due diligence <laughs> for a small fee. I can send my 12 year old daughter over to uh, consult. <laughs> So yeah, Scholastic's number one, Andrews McNeil, the number two publisher, Penguin Random House, the number three publisher, Holtzbrink, the number four publisher. And he's, his quip was the layoffs make more sense now. DC has kind of reorganized some stuff and fired some people, so something has happened. I don't know if it's all the reboots making things confusing. Everyone has these books already. I don't know, no, no big media presence mm-hmm. from these these books. I don't know. But something happened at DC. Uh, so, yeah, we're... Direct Market is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if anyone wants to talk about this, I'll be at Asylum forever. Come in and talk to me about it. I'll, I'll show you my pie chart. Bring your own pie chart. We'll compare. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, there's an awful lot of people out there that want to read comics. Yeah. And they're not getting them from comic book stores because comic stores are not appealing to that audience with what they want. So we need to fix that. Starts at home. Jordan was so excited about those numbers. Every year. I bring that information every year of what changes are coming in. I just I want to share it with the world. I I've I'm invested now. I don't know what I'll do that a year you don't bring it. Uh, book scan is always fun. Um, <laughs> we also we formalized with one phrase. We formalized the way we would forever begin a story with one iconic line. I have an anecdote, and the first of those was a delightful anecdote called hashtag Don't Fall Down. Thank him for that. <laughs> For the rest of my life, I will forever call it Kenny Ronto's Roasters. As it should be. What else is going on? Not too much. We're back. We do not have Riverdale to talk about for an entire summer. So we need some theme episodes. We need to figure some stuff out, what we're going to do. I have an anecdote. Oh, what? That's unscripted and (laughs) unexpected. Sorry. (laughs) And how I begin most of my stories. I walk into a room and say... Excuse me, I have an anecdote. Pardon me, sir. Um, I this is not an original idea, but I had heard a couple years ago. Was listening to some podcast. I don't even remember what which one it was, but they were somehow they got on the idea of falling down and how they had fallen down and somebody hadn't fallen down yet that year, and so on. They were talking, and it turned into, could you make it through the year without falling down? <laughs> and and I was, so I started this at work, and I at the beginning of this year, I said, I came in, I have a pin that I wear that says, hashtag don't fall down. 
<laughs> and I, I said, okay, this, I was talking about it and this girl was like, people don't fall down. And I was like, yeah, they do. People fall down. They just don't, they just block it out. They just fall down and go get back up and get, move yeah. on. I was like, but you, you fall down. I was like, you're going to fall down. I was like, I'm sure I will fall down. I was like, it happens. I'm not, I was like, I'm talking, it doesn't have to be a big production. Right. I'm saying you bend over to tie your shoelaces and you fall down on your butt. So that counts. If you end up on anything but your feet, you know, you fell down. I, the other day at work, I was uh, trying to plug my laptop in and we have these, our, um, it's like an office. You're supposed to say, I have an anecdote before you. <laughs> yeah, I have an anecdote. Uh, I was at work the other day, and um, we, or we have. Our how, kind of, how else are we going to know? Really? Right. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to plug my laptop in my charger, and we have a plug that's kind of underneath our, our desk, kind of up and right. way down. You know, it's, it's a little reach, and our chairs are really kind of slick. So I was down there and I'm trying to plug my plug in and, uh, I'm not paying attention. I'm sliding forward in the chair. <laughs> and before I know it, the chair flips out from yeah. me. Thank God nobody was in there but me. Yeah. And he fell down. Yeah, I fell down. Happens. People fall down. <laughs> so anyway, I had a, had a few people who were just like, no, you're crazy. I'm not going to fall, fall down. I haven't fallen down for, they're all for years. I haven't, I'm like, you are, I've blocked it out. You don't know what you're talking about. So. I've kept a list of people that have fallen down. I still think about that. <laughs> I, I don't think I've fallen down. I don't think I'm one of those people. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. I remember that year. A bunch of uh, ev- Basically, everybody I worked with fell down at some point. They didn't want to tell me, but they felt like a lot of them felt obligated to. They said the biggest thing they hated about it is not the pain of falling down, but their first thought was me. And I, I thought, that's what I want. I want people at their worst moment to think, Seth! Here we are, winter time. We got icy sidewalks. And I, I'm yep. front of my mind. I'm like, don't fall down. Don't, don't. Seth would love it too much. <laughs> yeah. All right. It wouldn't be Kapow if we weren't talking about Star Wars. We we every, any chance we get, we talk about the Star Wars, and anticipating this galaxy's edge and our trips, t- our our Batu or bust trips gave us ample hmm. reasons to talk about the Star Wars. As I want to know to the biggest Star Wars fans I know, what are you feeling today? Just hours, mere hours yeah. after seeing it, first footage from this I, new film. I will admit, I watched it a lot. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, it three times. I yeah. watched it three times. Um, every time something like this happens, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm never let down. Like I, I I'm always hyped up for it. No matter what they show me, I'm all on board. You're the perfect fan. I mean, <laughs> it's like he's made in the laboratory. You just keep bringing it on. The Imagineers just started putting parts together. <laughs> what did yeah. I say? Oh, I said if Cliff was the only Star Wars fan I knew, I would think Star Wars fans are so easy to please. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there would be no internet. It would just be... 
Yeah. That'd be great. I, um, I was at work today and I, Jordan put on our messenger between the three of us, you know, instantly the trailer. I was, and I was like, so I saw it before you did. Yeah. I, I was like, The big thing is, is we're going to get to pilot the Falcon. Or I, one of the five. Well, and... Oh, if you think I'm not sitting in Han, Han Solo's chair, you are mistaken, sir. Not me for this trip. He is knocking our kids out of the way, I guarantee it. You guys are gunners. But There's going to be saying, some slap fights. And, you know, what they're saying is that the experience is throughout the whole Millennium Falcon... And the buttons, actually, you don't fail, but if you don't interact, you don't succeed the mission. So it's not like in mission space where you just start pushing buttons and (laughs) you still make it. It, You really can not succeed. You can have an effect on... Right. Yeah. And it will follow you, like, you know, through your Magic Band or your Disney app, um, Play Disney app. And out in California, you'll be able to, you know, people will interact with you. Oh, well, hey, I saw you did really good on that mission. Or, hey, you kind of tore up the Falcon a little bit. (laughs) But you won't be able to actually crash and burn. And, you know, I waited in line for six hours. And then (laughs) the idiot flying the thing 30 seconds into it blew it up. We're not going to have that. So just remember, go ahead, Justin. That's the part that scares me is because based on most of the people I go with do not ride the 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 more intense side of mission space. Uh-huh. So it's always like me and three giggling teenage girls or <laughs> me and three folks to whom English is not a native language. So I'm, I'm listening to the computer going, fire thrusters now. And they're just like, la, 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 la. I'm like, y'all know we're going to die, right? But then the computer overrides is like, never mind. I've got it. Yeah. So I, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they how they save you in the Falcon when you've got a bunch of people there who are not paying attention and right. just flicking switches randomly. Yeah, so what what you're going to have, um, Jordan, is you, you'll have six seats. You'll have the Han and Chewie position. And then two behind that, you'll have two flight engineers and two gunners, which I was a I mean, it's not quite accurate because everybody knows the, yeah. I mean, the gunners. Climb up into the pod. Yeah, and- I mean, come on. How hard is that? <laughs> yeah. You throw on the headset, and I'm, I'd be all for that. But so yeah, so just the idea that I can I can actually fly, pretend fly the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> and yell "Punch it, Chewie!" at some point. You got me right there. But I'm assuming that much like in the guitar shop in Wayne's World, there's a sign that says "No, you know, no stairway." No, no in punch both it. of the both of the gunner seats, there's going to be a little sign that says, please don't yell, don't get cocky, because we've heard it. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, they said it again. <laughs> I want to sit in the back and say, what's that flashing? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. The The thing I was going to point out is the actual queue area. Um, at one point, you get into the Falcon, right? You enter the Falcon, and you're in the Falcon. You have to step over Jabba. Yeah. Awkwardly (laughs) CGI Jabba. (laughs) We know there's going to be a cantina, of course. It's called, is it Ula's or Uga's? I've heard. Oga's. Oga's. Oga's Cantina. 
Um, this will be with the DJ Rex, formerly of Star Tours, the old pilot from back in the day. Um, he'll be spinning some sort of Star Wars music, a three-hour loop throughout the... <laughs> <laughs> so um, so you won't actually... It's going to be a long loop, so it's like next-generation sunny eclipse is what I would compare oh. it to. If you got sick of It's a yeah. Small World, wait till you hear the Cantina song. <laughs> Play it again! <laughs> wait, what's that song? You want to hear what again? <laughs> One more time. Yeah, yeah. So um, in Disneyland, this you will be able to actually get alcoholic drinks for once. But you will... I, yeah. I think what I've gathered is Tip Yip is like chicken in their language. Mm -hmm. it, well, <laughs> it says fried Endorian, as in the moon of the far moon of Endor. Mm -hmm. Tip Yip. Yep. So, yeah, it looks like, yeah, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, um, presented as a large rectangular nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the fried chicken mashed potato nugget, please. Um, yeah, so that that's going to be there. Um, I know there's uh, Ronto's Roasters. Mm -hmm. It's which, a rotisserie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, the theme being, it looks like a big pod racing engine. That they've taken and they're cooking it, <laughs> cooking your food on the pod racer engines, the gimmick, which I thought was pretty cool. Now, where do the, when the really poor people come through and they say, half portion? <laughs> <laughs> I wondered about that, the little green bread. I was yeah, like, I want to make that. You get that, yeah, you dip it in your water. Yeah, and it's just instant. <laughs> I'm going to hold out for Kenny Ronto's roasters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was anticipation. That was before you, yeah. you barely knew what was going on. So well before you <laughs> actually goes. Did it live up to this they, hype? They, we they, they made you a lot of promises. To, <laughs> you didn't even know how to say the cantina. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought, I remember thinking it, it must be Ula's because that was the name of the, the green um, Twilight dancer in Return of the Jedi at Jabba's Palace. Her name is Yeah, Ula. yeah. The after hours club <laughs> so again that was talking about the trailer to episode nine. Oh man i like the high hopes we had for it after coming up you know because we all liked episode eight pretty well and so yeah anticipating going to the to the theme park anticipating the new movie these were good times these were good that sometimes the anticipation is more fun than the actual experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the that was a good example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing we talk about more than Star Wars is, of course, Riverdale. And this was, like I said, season three, Gargoyle King, peak Riverdale. This was this was the high, the height, the height of this series. So here's some of our favorite moments from the Dale. Yeah, that's, we're, we're excited. We're we really realized a little earlier how much we have resting on Riverdale's success. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan was like, what if they decided not to do this? I, I don't know where we'd be. Yeah. I'd be working in forestry in yeah. Canada. So CW never picked up the pilot or none of us watched it and we just let it go by. 
wouldn't be in 150 episodes. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true. We really put all of our eggs into that basket right there. Riverdale, though. This is true. Now, my DVR cut the first, like, ten minutes off my show this time. So I got home, pressed play, and it was the scene, like, after the commercial and the credits were playing. I was like, oh, well, I missed it. So I turned it off and watched something else. So I still had it on the CW channel. Yeah. And whatever I was watching ended, it went live right as he was kissing Josie. I was like, spoiler! (laughs) What led to this craziness? But... I'm sure that was even in the commercials this week showing what was going on. I so. think by next season, at some point, we're going to get to the point where they've swapped again and it's going to be like Archie, Archie back with Betty, like it started out kind of. Does that, the comic's known for that, the, the yeah. love right. triangle. They always and have we, to go back and forth. They just kind of set it for early on what was going on. Yeah. Which anyway. is what threw people off, I think, with the show is the whole jug, uh, Jughead and Betty relationship. Which you know doesn't exist in the comics and right. took a different turn. I think that for a lot of people that you know got them interested. But now fans, you know, if you if you mess up Bughead, I there's going to be you know, that's when they're going to flip out. There'll be Bugshed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good name. There will be Bug. <laughs> <laughs> I've abandoned my junkhead. <laughs> Drink your milk. <laughs> <laughs> Much more obvious quote. I should have went with. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I can't even get that out. That was one. So Archie just says, I'm in high school. How the hell am I supposed to know what that means? I do woodsy stuff. Now... <laughs> Betty says in this scene I know where you're going with this something about this is just like second grade when you couldn't read what's the point it's hopeless right that's what you said when you were in second grade and couldn't read remember and we got you caught up you did you mean Archie couldn't read in second grade I had to I took some time with that. Yeah. I don't know what if that was supposed to be very meaningful. I rewound it and I had to watch it again. I was, was like, just a what? line or is that supposed to be some kind of admission of something, a learning disability or... Yeah. Ar- Archie's a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've known that. Yeah. Is that supposed to be like... But this really, I mean... The we, origin story of yeah, Archie's the, dumbness? Like... Second grade, you can't read anything? That's. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they glossed over that a little too yeah. quickly. So, anyway, back in the woods, back. KDK 12's out walking his dog. And. He hears a rustling. There's a rustling, and there's some guys walking. Some campers. Come on, Vegas. They are, but so he's at least being smart and staying away right. you know, from yeah. people. We, we don't have any reason to believe they're dangerous, but you know, Archie is witnessed or whatever. Then he, it's the one smart thing he does this episode. Yeah, he looks down and sees a big footprint, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, is apparently attacked by a bear. So what do you think with that? Right, let's just pause for one second. <laughs> and bask 
in this. <laughs> Archie Andrews, the star of our show, was mauled by a bear. I, I literally got a cramp in my side <laughs> from laughing. It hit, hit pause. I did. I literally did. Because I couldn't stop laughing. Because actually, it was right before a commercial. Because yeah. he kind of turned, you know, it, they, 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 you know, they forecast, ahead, you know, like, oh, they talk about a bear. There's a bear track. He stands up, turn. You don't, you never see a bear. No. And he goes, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's probably a fake. Maybe it was a gargoyle that Hiram's goons get him. And he stumbles after the commercial comes back. I kind of chuckled during the commercial. And then the commercial <laughs> comes back and he stumbles into the, into the cabin, gashed open, which I'm sure Every fan of this show is like, oh, no, Archie. Oh, no. But I laughed and laughed oh, yeah. and laughed and laughed. Vegas is fine. <laughs> no warning from Vegas. No. Good, good dog. Good dog. <laughs> but Archie being mauled by a bear. I literally thought when he comes... High point of the series. Yeah. So we've had sex on a pile of money so far this yeah. episode. <laughs> it's got it all. <laughs> and a bear mauling. When he come in and he was all bloody, he had that big those big scratches across his chest. I was like, "Oh my god, the abs!" Oh yeah, he <laughs> immediately had to strip his shirt off. Because yeah, yeah. I'm thinking immediately they will find any to... they will find any reason for this guy to take his shirt off. But I was like, from now on, he's going to have to have a big mall <laughs> makeup job done. Well, they already have to put that his... tattoo on every time. They do, Same yeah. As the brand, right? Yeah, where's the, the brand? brand? The brand disappeared. Poor art. <laughs> But if you're if you're a new listener, you may not know that I'm an expert in Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> this is a very inside joke, but like that wasn't yeah. even on the podcast. <laughs> I think we talked about it before. But there is a very famous line in the Winter's Tale. It's the oh, most famous. You're overcorrecting, George. It's the mo- <laughs> just let me have this. It's the most famous stage direction Shakespeare ever did, and it's like the villain is out there monologuing, and it just says. Exit pursued by a bear. It's completely out of nowhere. They don't, yeah, there's no, <laughs> nothing ahead of time makes you think that, but you're just like, wait, what? And the villain gets chased away by a bear. And that's, that's, that's the first thing I thought of as a Shakespeare scholar. <laughs> yeah, was, I can see why that's weird. Right it's completely front. out of left field. Archie exits pursued by a bear. Perfect writing. So then the, so the, yes, I'm comparing the writing staff. Yeah. Right, uh, Riverdale to Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I get it. Obviously. Who wouldn't? That's, I thought the same thing. But the <laughs> the thing across my mind right here is this guy is always like any reason to take his shirt off, and then for some reason after bandaging himself, he put his shirt back on. Like well, he felt like he had to do that, and you saw how painful it was for him. I was saying earlier, I thought it's always that painful for this guy to have to put yeah. a shirt on. Right. <laughs> well, he. So turn in your jackets. And TT TT points out she's serpent by blood. Turn in your jackets and go. Are you serious, Jones? I'm a serpent by blood. You can't take that away from me. Right. I even I, that was like my one note I wrote down was like, whatever happened to Tony? Because like this whole season, she all she's been is you know Cheryl's little tag along. Right. And finally, she was a serpent before Jughead was. Right. Oh yeah. She was bartender before yeah. Jughead even knew what a mocktail was. Well, my question, I was really worried. I'd hope you kept the receipt from Christmas. 
Oh, for I, the jacket. I do not know Hot Topic's return policy on <laughs> red leather jackets. You know, it's funny. The other day I said something to my daughter about it. I said, I said, hey. <laughs> As every dad has had to do yeah. this. <laughs> I, I said, uh, oh, have you, worn your, have you worn that jacket to school? He goes, no, can't wear it to school. What? I was what? like. What? Is the RROTC keeping what? her down? I was like, well, stop re- the presses. That was my reaction. What I are you was talking like, about? What do you mean? Is You're going to have to go thing? to one of those school board meetings with four other parents. Yeah. And she's like, nope, it's gang related. Oh I my gosh. It. I was like, oh yeah. And I, I laughed. I was like, yeah, right. She goes, no. And her other friend, her she has another friend named Carly. She goes, yeah, Carly has a sweatshirt and wore it to school one day. They made her take it off, and she's not allowed back. No allowed way. Back school. I was like, this is my new cause. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We've got sure. to do something. Fangs Letter- can go there, and he can wear his, and <laughs> yeah. nobody says anything. Letter writing campaign. But not in the sixth grade. That is insane. I cannot even believe that. Could you wear, like, a Sharks or Jets t-shirt from right. you know, <laughs> the West Side Story? Yeah. Can't wear this fictional gang. For Are you TV. allowed to wear just a red bandana or anything? I don't oh, think you're a blood. I don't think they are. Wow. I don't think they can wear like a bandana or anything like that. Anymore. Well, because you know, to be fair, I, I would I would confuse a sixth grader with exactly. with a hard with a gang crip. member. Crip. Yeah. <laughs> blood. Wow. That blows my mind. We should have led with that. I sent a letter to the editor on the way. Yeah, yeah I was just ridiculous. like, you have got to be kidding me. You can't wear something from a television yep. show for children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't want any Sesame Street characters. That's, right. and that's uh... So if you're going to have to get it, you're going to have to suss this out and let us know what the hell's going on. <laughs> So Betty's basically, she's getting gaslit here. There, she's like, "What? Does every? Don't you understand? This is insane. That's her whole life is freaking out because nobody understands how crazy it is." And yeah, Edgar said she'd be a detractor. We knew it all along. They're really trying to build this Edgar person up before they reveal. It's him. been a long time. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Like, did they cast this person? Yeah. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> the tail. <laughs> that may be the greatest thing that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> I always wanted to be one of those podcasts. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so stupid. (laughs) Actual tears. (laughs) You can't play in that stuff. We don't rehearse, I swear. Hard to believe. Um, Let's make some damn. So. Oh. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. It's kind of a late night in the bunker. I'm not going to throw blame on anyone's direction. (laughs) 
My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Hey, I was here. I live here. <laughs> I was sitting there playing Spider-Man. Jordan came in, sat down, watched me play some Spider-Man. You forget one time later. four years. I was like, hey, what happened to Cliff? <laughs> I think Cliff said when Riverdale ended, he thought we were oh, done podcasting. Yeah, I was like, see you, see you guys in October. <laughs> Just wrap it up it. for the summer. Nothing else to do. But he finally remembered us, and he he he, he has all the equipment. And he's, he's the only one that knows what cord plugs into what hole. Yeah. So other than that, it's just these two sitting in the right. in the dining room talking to each other. <laughs> what a waste that would be! <laughs> I don't talk to anybody that's not being recorded. <laughs> all right, so that's how much we have invested in you. Is we're gonna stay up all night getting through this, probably. <laughs> Chad, Good Michael times in the day. <laughs> I still, to this day, don't know why that was so funny. Saying Chad Michael Murray. It was so off the cuff as well. It's it's still funny. It's it's still funny. Jeez. But yeah, we still reference Archie and the Bear. We still reference the Serpent Jackets. This this is timeless. The show may be over, (laughs) but it lives on forever in KPP's heart. Here are some more memorable pop culture moments from us. There you go. That's my, I think my first ever real exposure and enjoyment of Stephen King. Uh, but I end up getting a paperback of Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Yeah. And there is a story in there I will never, ever forget. It's called... Uh, oh, well, hey, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> never forget. No. The plot of which I'll never forget. I believe it's called The Scratching Finger. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you guys have read. I've read, I've read that. Most of sure. it. Okay. Yeah. I All can't right. remember what you're talking about. You'll I'm, notice none of us said it. We just like <laughs> listened to that. This is the most we paid attention to a theme song yet. We were like, I'm an end to this. Yeah. I uh I'm I gave my wife a hard time about not being allowed to uh to watch Simpsons back in the day. And we would not let our children watch SpongeBob. Really? No. Why? It my son, after watching like an hour of SpongeBob, I swear he got dumber. <laughs> Like, for the rest of the day, I'm like, what is wrong with you? When he was a little kid, and we were just like, I'm like, no, no more Spongebob. Like, you are literally getting dumber every minute you watch this. That is a weird reason. Well, it also, I believe it's still on. Are they still making new ones? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's what's wrong. Started in 99, it's still on. Maybe it's all been Spongebob's fault. Yeah. Or write a parenting parenting book. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Oh. So yeah, I think people a little bit younger than us, like this was their jam, and probably still is. They love it. The meat. You know, it has to establish itself first, and then we give it a name. Like that, if he had come out with the first movie and said, "Here's what we're doing, everybody." Right. Infinity Saga. Yeah. See you in ten yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. Yeah. So I'm all in whatever they want to label yeah, it as and make the big DVD box sets or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. I'll just set my other movies on top of that. <laughs> um, 
We saw a movie. I saw, I saw Jordan Peele's Us. And which, you, it got very high praise. And yes, your high praise got me to go see it. Well, I'm $5 a night probably. Right, yeah, I waited to keep $5. <laughs> I wonder what praise I would have to give to get you to see something on not $5 a night. <laughs> I know when I went and saw Split, I didn't think that it was such high praise, but I wanted you to go see it enough that I gave you $10. <laughs> and you still didn't go see it. And then, well, because someone spoiled it for me. That's true. $10 That's returned. True. You saved you 10 bucks. Ah, oh, defiant. Um, now, I'll go to some of like, like, um, uh, in game that weekend I'll be at a comic con and we're Where? leaving Friday night at Gem City in Dayton are you going to see your first IMAX movie well I don't know how I'm <gasps> going to get that because here's how it works <laughs> I'm as soon as tickets go on sale which will be very soon I'm going to send you a message and you're going to buy them for whatever freaking city you're in and you go see it there in IMAX you have got to see this in IMAX because I, I had you know, famously, we've talked about this before, but I, I had never seen a movie in IMAX till I saw Infinity War, mm-hmm. and it, it is really worth it. And I, I, I want that experience for you, Jordan. Thank you. I so, think the last IMAX movie I saw was actually the original Avengers. Wow, <laughs> I've never seen one. Well, but yeah, my it. my point was, I'm going to a Comic Con the weekend Endgame yes. comes out. And I have to see it before the Comic Con starts. Or yeah, you'll because be there's spoiled. no way to make it through a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Just and not hear, see, and right. smell be, everything. Yeah. Yes, yes, totally agree. We've got a mission. <laughs> so or yes, I could just I'll go, let you I'll know as soon as I know. Thursday so night. if you're going to be up there like the night before, you already have tickets. Well, that's or we're staying with my brother in Columbus, so he asked if we want tickets, but I don't know with work schedules and stuff when how soon we'll be able to get to Columbus on well, Friday I night. Figure but. that. Out. This is important comes around once every lifetime. I mean, seriously though, this is a once in a lifetime chance. This is the movie, as far as I'm concerned, and it's rumored at three hours plus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they gave a runtime. Three hours, two minutes. Yeah, I am so into that. Anybody crying about it, just <laughs> don't come. All right, so that's our review of us. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you you can tell we have a focus. <laughs> No, I don't want to say anything about it. I don't want to spoil. Yeah, we can't. We can't talk about it. We talked about it to each other, but we even we some of the actors. It. I don't want to say. Oh, they were really creepy. Because then there's a re- wait. Why were they being creepy? Like just yeah. anything we say about it will lessen your experience. So yeah. highest we, recommendation. We, we can't talk about at least what was seen in a trailer or no. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Feel free to Jordan Peele. Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Yeah, what you, you haven't seen it, so no. what do you know? Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, that's what I know. That's not, well, then they are another family comes to their house, and it looks like them. So I was referring to that Lupita as spicy Lupita, <laughs> spicy papitas. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just wanted to get. <laughs> but. So what was your experience yeah, of seeing I want to hear. this movie? All right. So uh, like Cliff, I don't see a lot of horror movies. And yeah. if I do, I see them in my house in my living room years later. <laughs> on cable. On cable, just quietly. Usually the, the text pops up and says, years later. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what is that? So I go to the theater <laughs> on cheap $5 night, late show, 9.30 p.m. And it was a fun experience. 
This was one of my better theater-going experiences. All right. Because it was a, a decent crowd. It was more people than Captain Marvel, actually. This was a movie to see with people. And it was like, it seemed like a young kind of college crowd, and they were laughing at stuff. And, like, nothing bothered me. I didn't notice anybody on the phone. Yeah. And, like, you know, the family, the first time you see the bad guys, it's just a nice, creepy shot. And you don't really know what's going on. And you hear somebody in the back go, oh, now what? <laughs> and then you, like, other creepy things would happen. Like, oh, no, no. <laughs> so people were just having these visceral reactions. And people would laugh at that. And yeah, then they'd laugh right. at what's on the screen. So I, I really enjoy myself at the theater. So leaving, As you should. That's yeah. my hope. It never that, seems to happen. That's always the plan. <laughs> it's always derailed. You sit down next to... Right. <laughs> Not one guy. <laughs> so I'm leaving the theater and walking to my dark car, you know, park, oh, no. parked at the end of the aisle. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, you know, I just saw a horror movie, but I'm not scared. Like, I, there were some unsettling things. And, I'm, and leaving the theater, everyone was talking. Yeah. Well, do you think that, like, they were all, everyone walking out of the theater was talking about what they'd just seen. Can't believe like, uh, he's Luke's father. <laughs> <laughs> Telling all the other people. So as I'm walking to the car through a dark parking lot, I'm like, you know, I'm not scared of me opening the car and like a, my own doppelganger popping up and like that's not yeah. like I'm not scared of this movie but I was moved and unsettled you were saying and, that out loud so yeah. it's kind of weird but in my brain I'm just thinking all this stuff like how I'm not scared yeah this is not <laughs> this a scared... the first time I've ever yeah. not been scared <laughs> yeah I'm soothed so but just me pondering the movie of what I just seen cut to eight minutes later pulling in my driveway oh there's a guy with a bat I get out of my car my house is pitch black. There's no lights on anywhere. <laughs> Almost like you'd sabotage yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and my neighbor has a bunch of junk in her yard. Like, those little solar lights you spike into the ground. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of light coming off those. She has the flags you hang up oh, with different seasons. Yeah. She's got what was it plants. I don't What's know. It was dark. Oh, come on. But she just has a bunch of junk in her yard. Yeah. So I'm walking up. I was like, there's something standing in my yard. Oh, my God. You want to get crazy? <laughs> Let's I, get I had crazy. To get, I had to put my voice on. And I'm like, this all happens in the span of one second. So I'm, wow. I'm expanding time here. He but was running to his Like house. something is standing in my yard. And I think, okay, the neighbor has a cat. And it occasionally will jump. You know, I'll go out in the dark and I'll hear the cat run by. But I'm like, this is, that was like the horror movie where the cat jumps out. Yeah, I'm scared. Right? But it's like, this is way taller than the cat. Then you go in the house and get murdered. Yeah. Years later. That whatever this was was taller than a cat, and it wasn't part of my neighbor's decorations. Okay. And I froze. Dog. I'm like, "What is standing in my yard?" And then it moved. I was like, "What the?" And it bolted. It was a deer. <laughs> it was like four feet tall, and like it did that thing where a deer's back leg would like twitch oh, right man. before it bolts. Mm, so it was stock still in the dark, and then it twitched. Which these monsters in the movie move kind of weird. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know what my soul left my body for a split second. <laughs> There's never been a deer in my yard the entire time I've lived in this house, but it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> that and is me, great. Me tough guy leaving the yeah. theater like that's not a scary uh, movie. Yeah. Had to it change just, your pants when yeah. you got home. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh-huh. Oh. That's all part of the experience. Yep. Right. And then not sleeping for the next day. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> now I'm freaked out. <laughs> oh, movies. And the deer used its hoof to go. Yeah. 
With scissors. So speaking of... I have an anecdote about oh, this. Please. Oh, man. <laughs> We're begging. Oh, man. Back when I was a kid, uh, I think it was the first time we ever went to uh, what was then Disney's MGM Studios. Uh, the, the old T, uh, Superstar TV Theater, they used to do, they would pick people out of the crowd um, waiting in line. Right. And then they would put you in front of a blue screen and put you in a classic television <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Show. Oh, please skipper. tell me the skipper hits with a- his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got picked to be the skipper. Oh, that I totally can yeah. see that. And and I and this the the other kid that they picked it was just Skipper and, Gill- and right, Gilligan. Yeah. And the other kid was like he wasn't from America and didn't really speak English. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's my the only the other thing I always think of when I see Gilligan. Is that '70s show and Fez saying, "Oh, Gilligan"? <laughs> I'm imagining this. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Am I Gilligan? <laughs> yeah. And so all I remember is they kind of put us in. You know, they had like a the boat. We were driving the boat. I remember driving the boat, and then um, I, I hit him with my hat. You know, they gave you like the blue little polo shirt. And over. in his culture, that's like. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then um, I remember uh, riding like the stationary bicycle that yeah, played in the credits. Marianne and would ride that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I got to be in Gilligan's Island. Love it. Back in 1989. Oh, pretty remember, easy vote there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we got to take that over whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Up it against. was Doctor Who. But that's that's a classic. It 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 does it all. Oh, <laughs> I have to listen back to those those uh, that bracket episode just to see how many of them, how many of our picks were influenced by some personal story we had. Not that's not why it took eight song. hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had another fun moment come out of those bracket episodes. We don't. Uh... We don't make very many songs anymore. That used to be a, a fun, a fun diversion. We would we would come up with songs. I haven't done that in a long time. But uh, the couple we did create were complete accidents, like these. Just for my life, my childhood. Oh yeah, that GI Joe theme song. It's it. You want it to win the whole you, thing. You just, I heard it in the background playing with my toys. Like, it. Uh. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew that patri- when I started this is what was going to happen. It made me the patriot I am today. Even though the guy is not a great player, I have to admit. Right. The guy's not the best singer. <laughs> right. Right. I'm just saying words about the army. <laughs> Come buy our toys. Oh, now man. on sale at KB Toy Store. <laughs> yeah, um, man, that's. I'm tough. still gonna go Fresh Prince. I, I, it's okay. And it rolls on past yeah. Full House. Yeah. So, so that I think we're all in agreement. So that leaves us with a GI Joe what versus. What you do, with Cobra Commander? I come after you. <laughs> And you lose. That's what we're going to do. Is now we're just going to mash them up. 
Thank you for being yeah, that cheers. <laughs> uh, no, um, Traveled to Cobra Long back again. <laughs> okay, so piling a commando. <laughs> what do you guys say, GI Joe or Wonder Years? Oh my God! Better I, theme song. I know. Well, they're bringing Punky Brewster back, guys. Speaking of girl power. Yeah. Cool. Soul Moon Fry. She's going to come back as a single mother of three kids. And uh, I mentioned it on my Facebook feed the other day. I'm sure every every episode will be a very special episode. I remember watching Punky Brewster. Sure. What was the old guy's name? Anybody? No, I can't remember. Punky. <laughs> that was a good yeah. impression of that guy. What was the dog's name? That was, was old uh, guy and a dog. Commandant Lassard. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> okay. Mahoney. Let's see. <laughs> all, all I can think of was her little friend. Her, she had a friend named Cherry. And uh, I remember the one, there were several special episodes. I think they invented that, maybe, but. Uh... <laughs> Is it the. From Beginning of Return of the Jedi, the, that Boba Fett. Oh, the baby Sarlacc? Yeah, the Sarlacc. Yeah. There's like a baby Sarlacc animatronic thing, and you can see a cross section of it. <laughs> and. and like you can see it inside it and stuff. It's just and it's like moving. Yeah. There's a uh, baby sarlacc. There's a uh, oh. baby Mahoney. Like they have a store. Like they, they have a building that's just fake animals. You know, yeah. it's just like, and you go in there and buy these uh, amazing puppets that make faces. Yeah, they have a lot. You can get salacious crumb that sits on your freaking shoulder, and he, you can troll him, and he, his head moves around and stuff. I'm like, which orgs and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They have a loft cat. Yeah, if there cage. was any more than one ride, you you wouldn't have the hours in the day. To well, I'm cross my fingers. Rise ride. Of the because uh, it's. I'm not going till they're both. There. They're saying that ride is the pinnacle at this point, the pinnacle of Disney attractions. I still agree. But <laughs> you guys just ignored me. I was just in the background, like not involved in the conversation, just making up my own fun. <laughs> Thinking about Punky Brewster. More songs. Let's pledge for more songs <laughs> in the next hundred episodes. We owe the people that much, I think. All right, we're getting toward the end here, but uh, we got a few more clips to get through. So here's a few of our final favorite moments. Only other song I equate with this show is Richie singing of uh, I found my thrill. <laughs> People like around this song, you know. Whenever he was feeling like having some sexy time with whatever his girlfriend's in. Um, 
happy days, of course, from 74 to 84. This, again, enormously popular. It had everything. You know, it, it really did. It was funny. It was a good family show. They dealt with situations um, all across the spectrum, and, and it just it ran forever. Again, it ran too long. It's famous for running too long. Yeah. It set the bar for running too long. Jumping the shark is based on an episode. I, I have some problems with that nomenclature, but... Okay, <laughs> let's hear it. This might be my only time to get this off my chest, yeah. so I'm going to lay it out. It should technically be... Burn down Arnold's. Okay. Boy, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. really burned down Arnold's in the third season. When da, 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 da. Because there were still good shows after Fonzie literally jumped the shark. But there's a scene where Potts, after Potsy was uh, brought in, Scott Bayo, he accidentally burns no, wait, down Arnold's. That's two different people. Chachi. 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 No, yeah, Potsy was there. Potsy was yeah. Anson. Anson Williams. Williams. Yeah. So, yeah, Chachi burns down Arnold's. I remember the restaurant. That. That was good. And when they put it, and so that's a good episode. Yeah. And Fonzie, you know, he's so irresponsible. And they yell. And from then on, there was a different set, and it was all like wood paneling. Yeah, yeah. And that's when they brought in that that what's his face, uh, Ted McGinley, uh, yeah, Roger. So there were new characters. The sets were weird. It became the Roger and Chachi show. Yeah, Richie had left for college, and like there are no good episodes after that. So I would like to submit. We all start saying burn down miles. Wow. But That's what we're doing. Yeah. Because I love Happy Days enough that I know what you're talking about, and I totally agree with you. Deadpool, since we're yeah. kind of a pop culture podcast, and uh, we'll call it a What is Dead May Never Die pool. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And then we will wrap up the season. Also. Yeah. So just a reminder for everybody, May 4th, free comic book day. That's how we started. That's how we're going to end it. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, Asylum Comics in Marriott, Ohio, or the surrounding area. May 4th, um, what time does he usually open? He opens early that day, doesn't he? Mm, 11. He's usually 11. 11 o'clock. Sometimes yeah. he'll yeah. open a little early. Yeah, so come down, see sick. Jordan, get some free books, um, bring the kids down. There's always games. and He'll paint your face. He'll if paint you ask him, he'll do it himself. <laughs> yeah. That's right. What else did he say he'd do? Um, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's discuss this. <laughs> uh, bring, uh, bring a donation. You can get an extra book for a dollar. You can get an extra book Or you book can just be a good a, person and bring a donation. Yeah, yeah he, he, loves, corn, he loves it if on free comic book day you tell him you've got a trunk full of old comics in the car that you want him to look at. He yeah. does. When there's a hundred yeah. people, wait till there's yeah. the most people as possible in the store. He's really good at telling you how much it's worth. <laughs> He likes to go individually, issue to issue, really take them out, look at them. His specialty is 90s comics, so really, really hit him with those. Anything, if If you've got any kind of gloss cover, any any of that stuff. Something, his favorite lenticular. If you have a lenticular cover or a stack of lenticular. You're almost guaranteed he'll even buy them himself. Yeah. It's pretty much a sure thing. Any comics you take there, in any... State, however they are, whatever. If you have them in a sack, a wet sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pages don't have to be in order. He'll, it's fine. He'll, he off, he'll, you know, he doesn't charge anything to sell them on eBay for you either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I yes. could do, I could keep going. <laughs> uh, oh. 
love it. So, so that's it. Yeah, that's it. Find <laughs> us at uh, on iTunes. You got a are you, Is your heart heart so hardened against the show, Jordan, that you can't realize? It? Oh yeah, it's definitely not my favorite show, but that's one. That's heck a of theme great. Song. That's theme a song. heck of. Th- I um actually I don't know if I've ever told this story, but. Uh, apparently when I was very, very young, uh, Batman used to run in reruns during the mornings. Mm-hmm. And my mom tells the story of, of when she would, you know, we would get up and she would be getting ready for, for work and she would set me in front of the TV to watch Batman. Now as a baby. TV's always there for us. That's right. I'll beg a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but. But it was such a colorful show, and they say Batman over and right. over. That was your over. first word. It was my first oh word. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> the freaking first word was Batman. Yep. Oh, there is. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Wow. There's some trivia for you. Wow. So Jeez. that's a pretty good first word. Yeah. That's no one can accuse you. That's of being a two a, syllable word. They can't Thank accuse you. you of being a fake nerd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> beaver Clef, come on. Yeah, I've seen Leave It to Beaver. Second I've seen... word was Beaver. They were a little upset. Put Batman back on. Yeah. <laughs> Just crossed over to TV land. Adult. Um. It's right there. Man. So. Yeah. So it's been busy. And I have one good story from the con. Uh, we stayed at the hotel attached to the convention center. So as the con is ending and there's kind of an influx of people, we go to check in. There's also a college fraternity reunion happening at the same hotel, Phi Kappa Somebody, and it was an African-American fraternity. So the entire place is filled mm-hmm. with elderly black dudes, like, in sharp-looking suits. Like and cool guy like, hats. Yeah, cool guy yeah. hats. Cool jazz guy hats. And yeah. they were, like... They were. They took up the entire hotel. Like they had vendors set up in the hallways. They had things in the ballroom going on. So there were just people everywhere. So we were, uh, I think, on the third floor. And as we're trying to check in, an old woman comes over and was. I think she was from the con, and she was like, "We've been staying there for 15 minutes waiting on this elevator." It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me see what I can do. You know, they have to be nice yeah. to the people trying to go up. Right. So uh, she, the guy gets on the. Uh, the phone to the maintenance. It's like, maintenance, this is front desk. Uh, is, is, can we check on elevator two? Is anything going on? And he's like, <laughs> I can hear the voice on the other end. And he goes, hey, there's a lot of people. They're going to do what it do. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I, I need that guy's phone number. <laughs> For any time I get stressed out or anxious, I just want to call him and have him tell me, hey, they're going to do what it do. <laughs> you can't speed up an elevator. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. Right. I need to hear that. And I, that guy's voice just soothed me. <laughs> Fangs, meanwhile, has that secret meeting that night. He's supposed to get in the inner circle, so he slips on his mask, goes in, told to kneel before his king, and they're going to brand him with a oh, gargoyle. Here we go with the branding again. Yeah, uh, Branding's big on Riverdale. 
you know, I still think we need to be branded Kapow branding. Yeah. So I would like to decide whether we go hyphen or no hyphen before before we permanently put it on. Uh, hyphen is an integral. Gotta have hyphen. I'd like to have a colon, <laughs> but well, Kapow ka hyphen pow colon pop culture podcast. God, and I here's the here's let's go back to the beginning, please. Oh, I, I had this thought fairly recently. <laughs> Does anyone think? Michael knew that cultured isn't really the way you say that. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I have an I answer. Was, is it clever wordplay? I thought. Or is it a Michaelism? I have an explanation. <laughs> okay, first I want. Well, before but you, you guys give, go. Before you give it to us, I my original thought was I like that it's wrong <laughs> because. Because it it does, I like the wordplay. Yeah. But then now that you said it, there's no way he knew it was wrong. <laughs> That's what's your, what's your thoughts, Cliff? Not, okay. I had before. Remember when we were arguing over yeah, names? It took us six, six weeks months, to, to months, argue. Yeah, months. I remember having a conversation. And with I don't him. remember any other choice uh, we had. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. It was destiny. It. But Michael had this visual in his head where the logo was going to be yeah, a he was going to be a petri, a petri dish. dish. Yeah, and it was going to be oh yeah, of, yeah. of pop like in the petri dish would be like TV movies. <laughs> da, 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 you know you that type that? of thing. No, that was part yes. of the chat. Yeah, and it would be that's why it was pop. Cultured, oh, but in I, the petri dish. So it was clever wordplay. Ah, uh, I still don't believe it. I feel like so. I feel like one of us must have pointed that out, and so he rolled with it. Hmm. All right, we're we're moving fast this week. <laughs> yeah, we're really cooking along. I still have no memory of that, <laughs> or yeah, any of the other ideas we had for names. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can't remember any other ideas, but I remember it was a long, long process. None of them would have lasted 400 episodes. Exactly. Oh, no way. I cannot, I cannot believe when we said, talking about the hyphen and all that, we didn't throw Dick Dink in there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's our favorite moments for a certain stretch of episodes those are fun to look back on think geez i forgot your first words were batman <laughs> it's crazy oh yeah i mean good stuff uh interesting you know period there we were just kind of we were we were cruising along at at that point like we kind of had our our root our routine at the time down I remember setting all the equipment up and this and that and and we playing had the mixer the new microphones <laughs> everything sounded good I, no audio issues no the whole... amazing okay. i remember wow. you know trying we were playing as we recorded we were playing clips and and uh the th- the theme song and the bumpers and doing it all live and just like well-oiled machine and then we got lazy and on zoom and never went back <laughs> i don't even yeah. know if i could do it now <laughs> <laughs> no way oh, lots of preparation so thank you whether you've been there this whole time or you're just going back with us now we appreciate the listens the downloads the shares the patrons out there we we really appreciate it 
and we'll be we'll be here another hundred episodes, I'm sure. At least till Alexa's heard back. of us. Right. <laughs> Let's go back and take this audio of me saying that. It's like what <laughs> fools they were. <laughs> it was all about to collapse. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, next episode, is that right? We're going to do the Poobah Awards? Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. We're going to award and reward the movies of 2023, count on all, everything we saw last year, and uh, give them their due. So come back for that. Come back for more fun. we got more Riverdale to talk about. It's, mm-hmm. o- it's over, but we smartly, yeah. this plan of ours. Rationed. Right. Mm. We we held back. We didn't want to burn through these. So we've got hours and hours of Riverdale still to talk about. Yeah. We've got movies. We've got TV. We've got comics. We've got everything in the pop culture world. And we'll be back shortly. Thanks. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.